Why, yes, I carry a little stone in my pocket. Don't you? Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. You know, every so often I get somebody that asks, why 48 days? Well, it's worth kind of revisiting. That came from a long time ago, back when I was teaching a Sunday school class and working with people on this whole concept of moving through changing careers. Changing careers, having to make new decisions, being confronted with unexpected challenges is not something new. It's not something we're ever going to be immune from. It happens inevitably to all of us. Here we are again in this current situation where unexpected change, unexpected challenge. Well, here's where the 48 days came from. I would sit down with somebody who really knew their work was not a good fit. They hated what they were doing, hated what having developed a professional life or whatever it was. And we'd map out, where do you want to be a year from now? And we develop steps to get there. Here's what you do starting today. Here's what you do two weeks from now, 30 days from now. Here's what you do to walk this out. And you're going to have the new life that you're dreaming about. Well, then time would pass. You know, I saw a lot of people. I'd run into somebody a year later and they hadn't done anything. And it just broke my heart. I thought, how was this possible? We so clearly laid out a path and yet they did nothing. Well, they got into that pattern of, well, I'm going to wait until the kids get out of high school. I'm going to wait until I finish paying off my student loan debt. I'm going to wait until the mortgage is paid for. I'm going to wait until I get this next degree. There's always something up ahead that's going to make the conditions right for then taking action. Well, you know how that goes. All of a sudden, 20, 30 years go by. So I said, there's got to be a timeline. And I wanted to come up with something. And I knew that, you know, 30, 60, 90, 120 are just kind of generic timelines. You know, they're not going to get anybody's attention. But now 48, that's different. It would raise questions. And I simply recognized there was a popular TV show, 48 Hours. And I thought, you know, that's kind of a cool number. Let me just use that. And I really did it with not a lot of forethought, but I thought, well, that is enough time. 48 days is enough time to assess where am I? to get the advice and opinion of other people, to do a little bit more research on the best three or four ideas than to choose one and act. So I said, 48 days. And immediately had people saying, you mean I really can change my life in 48 days? And my answer then and now, many years later, always is the same. Yes, you can, if you create a plan and act on it. So you can do that. That's why 48 days, because I've seen this borne out thousands of times now where people in believing that that was possible created a plan, acted on it and went into new seasons of their life that were transforming moves forward in their level of success because they simply created a plan and acted on it. That's why it's 48 days. We keep resonating with that. When I chose that, it was like somebody threw gasoline on everything that I was doing in terms of the explosion. It just exploded everything. It was like a magic pill to, for everything that I was doing. And I've just, um, I've had a lot of fun with that over the years, but that's why we have, well, talk about 48 days. Well, today we're going to take a little bit different approach rather than just answering questions. Joanne and I have been doing some traveling. And so we'll get back to your questions again next week, but this week I want to develop kind of a thematic 
overtone of what we're doing here. And so I'm going to cover these points. Doing this will make you want to exercise more. How would you like to have something that really prompted you to exercise more? We know it's good for us. Yep, got a tip for you. If you want to feel better about your overall well-being, do this. Got a tip for you there. You want to get a promotion and a raise? I've got something you can do that'll lead to that. Pretty inevitably. Promotion and a raise. And then I'm going to tell you why I carry a little stone in my pocket. Now, here's our quotation for today. Comes from Meister Eckert, who's an old historical philosopher. If the only prayer you said was thank you, that would be enough. And I'll it'll be clear why I chose that here in just a minute. Now our checklist or our resource today is a checklist, and it's we title it the entrepreneur's checklist, but it's 48 tips to walk you right through a process to take your idea from concept to reality. So if you go to 40dayseagles.com slash checklist, you'll get that. It's a free list. It'll walk you through because again, you have to have a process. You know, a lot of people just kind of hope their life will get better. Even now, you know, people just waiting till things kind of improve. No, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Never does. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You can take the initiative to create your own process to move forward to a higher level of success. So that's what that is. 48 tips to take your idea from concept to reality. 48dayseagles.com slash checklist. I want to tell you about a fun project that I'm doing in the 48 Days Eagles community. Many of you are members of that, obviously. And in the month of June, I'm going to take people, this is by application, there's an application form, but I'm going to take people through a process of taking their idea to a higher level. Now, specifically, how to have your first $1,000 month in the business that you're doing. So assuming this is a little side business, you're already making you know, six, $700, but you want to bump it up a little bit. We're going to look at that. Now it's not really taking, going from zero, you know, no idea no, to a thousand dollars. That's kind of another process. I'm talking about increasing, scaling something you already have in place. So if you have an idea and you want to just move it up, so you really are making that thousand dollars and we'll do that consistently. That's what I'm going to do in June. Then in July, now this is another group. This is not to go through these kind of escalations over a three months period of time, but then I'll take a, a new group of people who are saying, yeah, I've been in that two, $3,000 a month range, but I really want to get to five. So it's going to be for those people. Those of you who want to, all right, I want to hit $5,000. It's kind of a regular goal in the side business that I'm doing. And then in August, we're going to go to 10,000. So those of you who want to hit 10,000, maybe for the first time, but then see that you can be there consistently. Now, I'd love to go on from there. You know, maybe we'll go on from there. I have a group that wants to hit 20, 30, 40 or whatever. That'd be fun as well. We'll see how this goes. But again, it's not to come in in June and get a, have a $1,000 a month and then July, a $5,000 a month and August, 10,000. No, it's some confusion. I, I don't make those kind of promises. That would be really unusual to go through that kind of rapid growth where you have multiples, you know, five times your previous month. Nah, you know, so this is a different kind of thing, three different groups, but anyway, 
you can, and if you, you want to check that out, I mean, if you're not involved, you can just go to 48dayseagles.com and it'll give you that overview. You know, some of you in this period of time know that you're kind of feeling that nudge to do your own thing. And, but you aren't not sure where to start. You're not sure how to conquer the fear and the sense of overwhelm that comes from thinking about starting your own business. Well, this is what we do in there. We have some of the most exciting stories coming out. And I love the stories of what people are doing in that community where they're breaking free from monotony. They're, you know, really tapping into their calling and purpose and creating the work and the life that they were meant to thrive in. So again, check it out, 48dayseagles.com. Now, let me tell you about the little stone I carry in my pocket. And I do. I carry a little stone in my pocket every day. Now, here's why. Oh, wait, before I tell you why, I want to review some things we know about gratitude. Now, research shows that if you have any negative physical symptoms, those symptoms go down dramatically when you're feeling grateful. Now, think about that. So you get up, you get a sore throat, you're overly exhausted, you have pain somewhere. It doesn't matter what it is, negative physical symptoms. Those symptoms go down when you're feeling grateful. So if you're sick or having things bother you, you can feel better instantly by simply expressing gratitude. Now, you may have heard me talk about my early morning routine. I'm really specific about that. I protect the first two hours of the day. I know that you know, the old Emerson quotation that the first hour is the rudder of the day. How you spend the first hour of the day determines the direction of the day, determines what kind of day you're going to have. It just, it does. So if you get up, you're angry, you're rushed, you're behind time, you're irritated, whatever, boom, you set the stage for the whole day. If you get up and start in a different way, you can have a different kind of day. Our massage therapist, gal that comes to see Joanna and me every week on Friday, helped me design a 15-minute process to address my piriformis muscle, the lower back there, that's been really transformative and relieving lower back pain. So I do that first thing. When I get out of bed, I do that. Then I walk to the end of our hallway, look out the door. Typically, I mean, this morning I saw uh, there were seven deer, some that were younger ones there, and also some turkey. And that's pretty common that I'm looking out the windows and I see animals like that uh, out around our place. People, animals as well as people know this is a safe place to be. And I love that about it. But I see these animals kind of beginning their day. I hear the birds singing. At that point, I walk down the hallway, the length of our house, just looking out the windows, expressing gratitude out loud. For the blessings I have, the life I get to live. Now, you heard me describe, you know, seeing the animal. Even that, I mean, I'm thankful for that. That's easy to be grateful for that. So I see other things, simple kind of things, you know, the green grass growing, you know, the sidewalk my grandson, you know, helped me create. Go outside and see, you know, a car that I enjoy driving. My old truck that I have plant flowers around, get a lot of enjoyment. I can go on and on and on. It's very easy to be reminded of those things. So I walk down the hallway, expressing gratitude out loud. Then I go to my favorite chair where I spend 20 minutes in morning devotions, meditation. Then I hit the treadmill for my morning exercise. That's where I listen to podcasts, rich with positive, uplifting content. But here's an interesting tidbit. There's a really famous paper done by Edmonds and McCullough 
where they showed that by expressing gratitude, a person does change their subjective well-being. It makes you feel like your whole life is better. And when you feel better about things in general, you make better health decisions. So here's the key. People who list five things they are grateful for each morning spend an entire extra hour in exercise during the week just because that gratitude provides a lift for how they're feeling overall. Isn't that interesting? So without just committing, oh, I want have to you know, work out another 10 minutes. No, you want to do that because your whole over, your sense of being gets a lift. And in that lift, you're excited about working out more. You know, this morning I was on, I listened to a podcast that was longer than usual this morning. Actually, I listened to uh, Jeff Brown on Read to Lead podcast, and he was interviewing Stephen M. R. Covey, the son of the famous Stephen Covey, who wrote Seven Habits of High Effective People, because they now have a 30th year anniversary edition of that book out. It was a little longer podcast, but I stayed on. I was excited about listening to the content. I was feeling great. So I stayed on. That's what expressing gratitude can get you in the mindset. So you want to do that. Now, another study, psychologist Martin Siegman uses a gratitude visit to improve the well-being of his clients. He has them write a letter to someone telling that person how grateful they are for them. There's a huge immediate increase in well-being, but the amazing thing is that this increase in positive feeling sticks around for a long time. Now, it, it seems that if you delivered that letter in person, rather than just dropping it in a mail or shooting them an email, deliver it in person, that elevated lift is reported even up to one month later. So writing a gratitude letter or doing a gratitude visit can do that kind of, provide that kind of increase in the way that you're feeling. Wow. Again, our quotation for today was, if the only prayer you said was thank you, that would be enough. Now, just a little quick reminder here. Again, I'm not answering questions this week, but I will go back to that. Honored to get your questions, your success stories, your tips. Of course, I'll ask you another question at the end of this one today, uh, based on me carrying that little stone in my pocket. But if you got a question, easiest way to get that is just send it in to Dan. Ask Dan, rather. Ask Dan at 48days.com. Multiple emails, but that's the one that goes right to the podcast. Ask Dan at 48days.com. Paul Barton works with couples and their communication styles, specifically couples who are considering divorce. He found that in expressing gratitude, you can basically nullify most all the bad things that happen in your marriage. People who are feeling grateful and expressing that diminish or don't even recognize the effects of other bad things in their marriage. Having gratitude can fix or eliminate the other real challenges in a relationship. Now, you may think this is kind of a mind game. And in some ways it is. That's okay. A lot of things we do that have positive effects start by us believing it first, then seeing the reality come around a little later. Now, here's an example of what I just described there. Joanna and I had planned in advance that we were going to have a big celebration for our 48th anniversary. Now, everybody does 50, you know, whatever. We wanted to do 48 because, again, the significance of the number. And golly, our friends responded to it. We booked the 
a country club, the Vanderbilt Country Club, for an evening. We had music, we had dancing, we had gift bags for everybody, books, chocolates, and all kinds of things. Anyway, that was on our 40th anniversary. So on the day of our 47th anniversary, I wrote down one thing I appreciated and loved about Joanne. I had a really beautiful journal that I had purchased. I knew she'd love it. She loves those kind of fancy tactile things. So I'd gotten that. So I wrote down one thing I loved about her on one page. I continued doing that every day for the next 365 days. I never told anybody else. I wanted it to be my challenge. I wanted it to be just me. So every day for an entire year from our 47th to our 40th anniversary, I wrote down one thing I really loved and appreciated about her. So every day I was looking for something. I, I had to find something new. Well, guess what happens? When you're looking for something, you see more of it. And we know the reverse is true. I mean, if I were looking for negative things, I would see more and more of those. And yeah, that made kind of a cool, special surprise gift for Joanna on our 40th anniversary. But now the same thing can happen in a work context. I've seen people who hate their jobs simply change their attitude, being grateful for the opportunity they have, and then all of a sudden they start getting promotions and raises unexpectedly. Yeah, just express gratitude for the job you have, for the opportunity that you have to go to work, to be around other fun people, and to get a paycheck. That's significant. I mean, whatever it is, even if it's not ideal, if it's not perfect, you know, don't you don't have to just artificially ignore the things that you do, be grateful for the things you really can be grateful for. What would happen if you didn't have that job or business? Things would be pretty tough. So expressing gratitude is not an artificial kind of thing, but it it elevates your whole sense of what you're doing there. And that is transparent. Other people will see that. I've had plenty of examples where people have done exactly that, express gratitude for the job they have, even even if while we are planning for something new in the future, and then to discover they're valued, they're appreciated, people see them as being a real team player, and they get those bonuses, promotions, and so on. Well, okay, I carry that little stone in my pocket. I call that my gratitude stone. Now, it's just a smooth little stone. One of my healer friends gave it to me. I'm sure it has some other kind of significance. Yes, it has some pretty colors and it kind of reflects the light in interesting ways, but it's just a little stone. However, as my gratitude stone, it reminds me to express gratitude every time I touch it. So every time during the day when I reach in my pocket for my keys or change, I'm reminded to express gratitude. That little stone may be the most powerful, least expensive thing I own. Now, apparently I've mentioned before that I carry that gratitude stone. I really don't remember that. But a couple months ago, I had a meeting. It was with some members of a business school. The head of the business school was there. It's at a university where I'm going to be doing a presentation later this fall. And I met with them in person. We went through my proposed topic that they love because of the theme they're having for a week of activities. And then I'm going to come in as a keynote for that topic. They love that we did went through all the details, contract signed, the whole thing, stood up, getting ready to leave. And the head of the business school said, Dan, can I see your gratitude stone? 
I thought, oh my gosh, do I even have that? But sure I do. I mean, it's, it's automatic. It goes in my pocket along with my keys, change and whatever. So it was there and I was happy to be able to pull that out. He asked me, he put me on a spot in front of this whole team. Dan, I want to see your gratitude stone because he heard me say, I carry it with me all the time. And if I say I carry it with me all the time, then you ought to be able to ask me anytime, where's that gratitude stone? But I do carry it with me. And I love the fact that it is that reminder. John Milton said, gratitude bestows reverence, changing forever how we experience life and the world. All right, so here's our summary. Number one, if you want to exercise more, try listing five things you're grateful for first. Number two, write a gratitude letter and deliver it. You'll feel better for the next month. Number three, want to stop thinking about the negative things in your marriage? List the great things about your spouse. Number four, want to get a raise at work? Express gratitude for the job you have. And number five, want a reminder to express gratitude more, come up with your own little reminder. Mine's that little smooth stone in my pocket. You might want to do something else. But be reminded. Remind yourself. Express gratitude can transform the way you feel about life and a whole lot of situations that you're in. Now, we're going to go out with a little different song this today. Um, this one comes from the Veggie Tales. Very simple little song about gratitude. It's only 41 seconds long. We're going to end with that. But before we do, just a, another reminder and expression of my gratitude for you being listeners, for you being engaged in this community, shooting those questions in to askdan at 48days.com, and for being somebody who knows without a shadow of a doubt, who believes that you can do this in 48 days, that you can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Hey, here's our little song to end this episode. I thank God for this day, for the sun in the sky, for my mom and my dad, for my bees of apple pie, for our home on the ground, for his love that's all around. That's why I say thanks every day, because a thankful heart is a happy heart. He listens to my prayers That's why I say thanks 